All right, bro. Um, we're gonna go ahead and cut that because the Dang. intro didn't work. We were both behind the scenes, like you could see us in the green room again. Bro, rugging me, rugging me as always. Put me on the spot. Like I was like looking at the stream, and you're like dancing around again. Dude, I'm glad I didn't have like my shirt off. You know, like getting prepping up for stream. That's usually my like pre-stream prep. You know, like I take my shirt off, I run around the room in circles. Yeah. So I was like, I just realized that. I was like, oh my god, it's showing both of us <laughs> in the green room. <laughs> oh, oh, we have OG Vault in the chat. What's up? What's going on, GMGM? Brewing eighty eight. Oh, Mark. I was on Vault's channel yesterday during the potion drop. Nice. I'm scrolling through the chat. We have Daniel Marquez, Sokai, Omi, Homie, channel members in the house, two double quill, um, and many others. Uh, welcome everybody in. Happy to have you guys here on the live stream. Um, yeah, we got a lot to get into, man. Hulk smash, old OUP. Yeah. Smash. Smash. What do yeah, you got? Dude. By the way, we got to do our quick DJ Dads intro. Welcome to the DJ Dad pod with me and your in host, Kyle and Chris here. Chris Coffee. Ew. Welcome in. GM. <laughs> where we talk. BB Web3 and everything crypto. Well, not everything crypto. More like everything NFT. And crypto. We talk crypto news. Ooh. I, have, I have some crypto news to share today in this episode. A little crypto. A little me. A little this, a little that. Um, <clears throat> chat. I'm curious. We'll get the chat engaged here. Thoughts on Omi token right now? It is down pretty big. Um, thoughts on that? Throw it in the chat. What's your thoughts on Omi right now? Are you looking? What are you doing? What's your thoughts? Curious what chat thinks about that. Chris, what's up, man? We got a lot of topics to cover. VVMA, AMA. First up, you know, that's a lot to cover, really. Yeah. Um, we have Omi token we can talk about, IMX updates. We have second trip, other side, spatial coverness, airdrops around Web3, royalties, contract migration, Disney, Magic Eden, Binance, Ticketmaster. We have a lot of topics yeah, bro. to cover, man. Thoughts about what? Thoughts about what? Thoughts about uh the the ama or or whatever you're about to say well i actually haven't listened to the ama so i was kind of excited to hear your take on it today because i know you streamed it yesterday um so i've heard mixed feelings about it some people led them super bullish some people didn't really care you know there, there's been all kinds of stuff it's been kind of a crazy week um so hope i can't really say much opinion on it because i wasn't there um i hope that some of the recent issues were addressed i hope that they're not swept under the rug completely because uh some of that's a big deal but yeah man uh thoughts on omi i made a uh i, I tweeted yesterday you know last year during february i sold two bags of coffee for five thousand omi and uh i paid for shipping and that five thousand omi is now worth three dollars and 21 cents so i was joking that like this is like the the guy spending um a bitcoin on pizza but like the opposite like we're like my i got screwed not the uh not the person paying in crypto <laughs> like it's like reverse bitcoin pizza is that what you're yeah saying? yeah reverse bitcoin pizza <laughs> yeah 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 it, it's uh it's not pretty out there in the marketplaces these days um <clears throat> all right so i guess vv ama like i streamed it yesterday um, I was hoping you you had kind of seen it or maybe got some like read some you know tweet threads or whatever. Oh, I read stuff about it. I just didn't listen to it yet. Kind of get your your thoughts on on the whole thing. Uh, my thoughts on it was um, 
it, it was kind of flat. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more. Um, it is exciting that they are doing like the VV verse beta. So don't get me wrong. I'm not like, uh, I, I told people that I was just kind of like, eh. And then people thought I was like being bearish because I thought the AMA was just kind of meh. Yeah, but it, 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 it that's not really what I, I mean. I'm still like fine. Like I still bought Omi. Um, so like I'm not, in, that doesn't make me bearish or anything like that. It's just that the AMA itself to me, like I, I was hoping for more of a bigger update. Um, but it, it's really just stuff they've already mentioned in previous AMAs. And we've heard them in spaces time and time again. And they just keep saying the same information. Um, and it sounds like they'll have to do more dev time. So that's kind of for me. That That's the part I was kind of like, eh, these, these are updates. Sure, they're updates and it's well communicated. And from that end, it was it was good, but uh, it sounds like there wasn't like hard, any hard timelines, um, and they missed all the Q1 um, deadlines. So you know nothing's coming out in Q1, but the VVverse beta comes out next month, so that is exciting. Definitely, I've been waiting for that for I think we all have been waiting for something for like forever. So um, that's kind of exciting, and all in all, they're changing the uh, OUP program. I missed. Now, I haven't gone back and rewatched it. I need to go back and rewatch that part. But everybody in chat, everything, everybody on Twitter, they're merging, you know, OUP with MCP. That's very interesting. To me, that sounds like a lot of extra dev time, and it doesn't sound like they'll get to that um, soon. It sounds like they're focused primarily on rolling out the core features that are on the roadmap. So that's not going to be, you know, all, that's not going to really be, I mean, like, for instance, the wait list or the queue, the queue that they've been trying to like release like for a year now, um, that's supposed to be around the corner. So those type of features we'll see first, like the in-app features that we've been expecting for a while now, those will come out first. It doesn't sound like we'll get Omi to NFT it for a while, in my opinion. Again, I think they'll roll out more of the Web2 features that we want in the app um, there, and then they'll start working on the Web3 stuff. And Mitch even brought that up. So um, from my the, the way my brain works, that's how I interpreted it. But some people interpret it like super bullish or like, oh, this was the best AMA ever. But I'm like, I've invested into software like for a very long time. Um, I, I know how these things work. I know how dev times work, timelines. Like this isn't new to me. So when I heard that AMA, my brain process did a, a little bit different. Yeah. So that's where I'm coming from. But I am excited to get that beta. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So Fingers crossed on that. Rewinding to like the middle of that, they're gonna rewrite the OUP. Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah. Well, that's so we'll weird. Get a- I mean, I mean, it's not weird. Like it makes sense because like regulations change, strategy changes. But like, dude, OUP came out like two years ago, and then like the actual like o- OUP V1 or whatever came out like last year. I even had Reese on my channel to answer questions about the OUP. So like. Hopefully they don't like dramatically change it, but I mean, maybe it, maybe they'll change it for the best. I, I don't know, but that's very interesting. GMGM, um, we have a lot of comments coming in too. That was fun. Oh, you almost bipped it. Yes, that would have yeah. been great. I would have like, <laughs> and shipped that like immediately on Twitter. I'm just, I'm just too hyped, bro. You know, had too yeah. much coffee this morning. It's too excited for this podcast. So yeah, the OUP article, the new like MCP, the merge thingy that's coming out that's supposed to be next week. Now, Reese did kind of backtrack though when he was like saying that that 
or whenever we, we release the article. So allegedly it could be coming out next week. So we'll get a glance at what the new um, economics look behind it. Okay. Because obviously like it's scrapping the old OUP. So pretty much. So we'll see after we'll have to like re everybody's going to have to rethink their strategy um, based on this new, this new program, the MCP OUP being merged like that. In my opinion, I think it, it, it's, it's possible that it could look a lot different. I was looking at the price. Looks like the price is it's down seven percent in the last twenty four hours. I, I dude, I really don't think the wells like that OTC thing. And then I don't know exactly what that would have to do with Omi, but uh, yeah, I mean Omi's. I would you would think that them saying that they're going to rewrite the article and that it's going to come out in the next few weeks would be like a good time to buy, you know, before the official news. But that's not what the market's saying. Yeah, so we got a couple of interesting comments in chat as well. Uh, OG Vault makes a great point. Um, let's see here. Omi to NFT seem bullish to me. So I did get a lot of those comments as well. Got a lot of that feedback, um, at least in the chats I'm in, in the private chats. Um, some some people were excited about that. To me, I think it'll take a little bit of dev time there, but that is exciting because they did mention that quite a bit in the AMA. So in terms of that, we could see that. They, we could see some um, a lot of features roll out in Q2 and Q3. So that's, again... I'm sticking with my um, kind of synopsis or my out, outlook on on Vivi and Omi is that this was the year of delivery. So I, I knew they're going to overshoot Q1. So to me, it wasn't a surprise. Um, so again, I, I remain kind of constant in where my headspace is at and my expectations um, go. You know, have been pretty much on point. So I'm not really necessarily like shook or anything like that. Mark Robertson on the flip side says, I feel like Omi isn't making any moves for the moment. And OUP didn't convince me in the AMA, merging it to a loyalty program. So um, a lot of the, I, I've heard that a little bit too, like the AMA wasn't quite convincing. And at, on the flip side, the whales weren't, as you said, Chris, weren't really pleased with the OTC. We had uh, a few OGs in the community confirm that with, uh, and even mention that in spaces. I'm not going to name drop um, out of respect. But they did confirm that their well friends were angry about the OTC situation. So definitely some like, you know, the AMA trying to smooth things out, smooth things over. Was it enough? That's kind of the question I think that needs to be had. Was the AMA really enough to push that momentum back forward for, mm. for VV? And the VV verse, here's my take on it. And I'll let and then I'm gonna ask you what your take is on this, all of all of it. But my take on this is the VVverse may be enough to have the community organically pump everything because that's what we see in spaces all the time. People get kind of excited about things. And the VVverse, I think, is a big enough mover to maybe re-inspire and reinvigorate the community organically. I think the community is really good at hyping themselves up. And I think that's kind of what's going to happen here. Not the AMA. I think it's going to be the VVverse primarily. Uh, and when people are starting to get those beta accesses, into the vv verse to try it out um but anyways that's my thoughts on it chris what's your thoughts uh so the vv verse is beta is just going to be like what we saw in california right like essentially it's going to be that experience yeah i think it's going to be the the same experience there yeah i mean it's it's really cool and i feel like people can do really cool stuff with it hopefully it's like integrated socially so like we can like go like hang out there because ultimately i think if vv drives more retention to the app that's bullish for the app and that's bullish for vv but if it's more of just like uh just doing the same thing we already do but in like 
more of a virtual reality experience. That's really cool. And I think people would do really cool things with it, but that's not bullish enough for me to drive momentum. Uh, I did it and it was, it was nice. It, it, it like, it was a cool experience. It's a lot like spatial. If, if you're familiar with spatial, don't they use like the same company or they use spatial. So, I mean, it's essentially walking around in your vault in virtual reality. I have an Oculus Quest. I like it. I used it, you know, less than 24 hours. Um, so, and I've had it for two years. Some people use their Oculus Quest all the time. You know, their VR all the time. That's not my cup of tea. I, whereas vi some video games I've spent over a thousand hours on trading. I've spent over a thousand hours trading. So it, it's like, uh, I just don't know that experience is enough for me to be bullish. I, I think it's cool and I, I hope to see it, but it's not like this. I don't really know people's expectations of the beta of EV verse. And I hope that they don't set them too high. I, I say that with grace as in like, it's cool. It's, it's a cool experience, but like, it's just not something I see a majority of people spending a ton of time on. And I think a lot of people are going to get really excited about it and maybe use it a lot at first. And then only like probably small groups will actually be using it all the time. Because again, it's it's essentially the same experience you have on the app already, just a virtual reality experience of that, of like walking around your vault, which is cool. And I don't want to downplay that. Yeah. There's a lot there to unpack. Um, and, and Double Quill mentioned too, at least they mentioned... Uh, they hinted at interoperability and immutable X. Um, and my take on that was Mitch mentioned specifically the ZK EVM and how that was interesting and that they could explore that. Um, again, that that's going to take a lot of dev time and it's going to require immutable X to scale that um, accordingly. And obviously it's going to be pretty seamless though, because Polygon's already developed the ZK EVM. So immutable is really just using their tech stack and plugging that into immutable X. Uh, but I still think that with ZK EVM and the ZK network being so new, um, we're, we're pretty much seeing just bridges being built when it comes to ZK um, roll-ups and things like that. So uh, the ecosystem still has to be built out there and they probably won't get to exploring that fully until that's like really a, um, a I guess a effective you know, thing to actually look at when the time is right. So I am excited about it long-term, but short-term, I don't think they'll get to that. Again, I think they'll focus on those primary features that we've been kind of looking uh, forward to. And Chris's point out the VVverse, um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm more of a PC guy. Um, now, let's see, OG Vault, he says he loves his Oculus Quest. Yeah, he, now, he I buys land and, and he, he plays a VR, uh, I don't know, it's considered a game, but where he like buys land and explores. Yeah, so everybody that I know that has an Oculus are always big fans of it. So um, I can't, I'm not going to make a prejudgment yet on that because I haven't really, I don't have a VR headset. Um, my fam, I have a sister and a, um, you know, my, uh, I guess, brother-in-law, they they have a headset together. They love it. They And they're like mainstream like type of users. They don't know anything about blockchain. So I do see the potential long run for VR to be a, good uh, place where people can have fun and hang out with their friends and family in the vv verse like i could see that well, being can a, i pause can i pause you right there the important no, no, part no, of the, you can't no, the important kidding. part of that is and i think my bar is like on one so i i apologize for the blurriness hopefully my my audio is clear is that to me the vr is a very social experience every time i play vr i like to play with friends with family me and my dad just played some putt putt on vr like a couple weeks ago and had a blast 
So I hope that the VBverse is social. I hope that you can like go to other people's vaults and look around at what they have created. If they do that in beta, I think that would that would drive huge retention. And then you also content creators could be able to use that. And you, me, you, Vault, uh, all the other uh, content creators, like you could actually like showcase like in VR, like during a live, like what what you're experiencing looking through like a really cool Vault design built by the Vaultaholics or something. Like I think that would be really cool like just everything like social aspect um but if it's just like you being able to walk around your vault in vr i just don't know the retention of that after like the initial hype yeah yeah i um yeah vr see i'm more of a like i love graphics i'm a graphics guy so that's why i really love pc um and my graphic you know my graphics card's insane um so i'd be i definitely want to look at it on my computer and because with all vr apps you can just use your pc like spatial like right now, spatial, I could pull it up in my browser and it streams at like, I, I think they only um, optimize for 30 frames per second, but in the future they could do 60 frames per second and it look like gaming quality also with, uh, you know, good rendering and good graphics and things like that. So that's where I'm excited about more than the actual VR itself. Cause I'm like, I, I have like four monitors, you know what I mean? I'm pretty yeah. immersed. Like I don't necessarily need a headset. So that's where I'm coming from as like a kind of a computer nerd, but I do want a VR headset. I actually, I, cause I could plug one into my computer and it utilized my graphics card. So long run, I am excited. I do think that the supply chain will have to bring the VR headsets um, to be more affordable. Facebook's done a really good job in doing that. They subsidize their headsets, but we need to see more companies and Apple really needs to get into space and I think that's when we'll start to see kind of the meta shift, no pun intended. Um, but this is a time, this is just, we're so early in my opinion to everything, watching the the metaverse bricks being like laid, the foundation. And I think that's where we are. And it's taking a lot slower than we initially thought because there is so many moving parts. There's so much things that have to fall into place and these companies laying people off, like, you know what I mean? So there's so yeah. much macro that has to play out um for this to really like be uh mainstream adopted and things like that but vb again they kind of actually do have a little bit of a uh now that meta's kind of fired everybody and disney's fired everybody um kind of a little bit of a chip there so they do have a, a slight advantage there but every month we talk about how like vv can like really fumble the ball but like they they end up getting lucky and get the recovery every exactly. single time yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude, it's like freaking destiny or something weird. It's um, like I watched this show uh, a couple weeks ago. What was it? Oh, Monsters Inc. with one of my girls, and like they're doing a bowling tournament, and it's like they suck at bowling, but all the other competitors keep on getting hurt. So, so like they keep on winning every match, and I think they end up like winning the tournament because like they got lucky and like the other players got hurt or backed out or cheated or something like that. And at the end, they win the tournament. And that's how I feel sometimes with VV is like, well, obviously they are building things good. Like they just they just do stuff that doesn't make sense sometimes, like the OTC thing. And somehow, some way, they just keep on going. You know, like right around that time, they uh, Disney announces that they fire their, their metaverse division. So now they got the advantage again. So I don't know. It's kind of funny watching it unfold. Speaking of which, uh, Chris is coming in at like pixelated uh, <laughs> sandbox, dude. When 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 uh, sandbox avatar of Chris right here? You look like your old PFP right there. 
Oh, dude, I forgot about that PFP. People said that I looked like a scammer because I had like <laughs> when I would like message them and stuff. I love that though. It was made by VV Punk, so I, I really liked it. It's even had like little uh, my like little green headset that I wear a lot. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you being a tech guy can help me with my uh my internet later because I just upgraded my modem and apparently that wasn't enough. So maybe I got to internet uh, upgrade my internet speed. Yeah, cool. Cool. That's a point there. More users have access to mobile phone or device than a PC or headset. That's a good point. Um, BB is a mobile app, so that, I mean, I, I could see them. I mean, it it's fine, right? You could still view your assets there, but for you know, I think the people that have headsets that have PCs will will still want an experience. And the content creators, like Chris was saying, I think it'll be important for for people like me and Chris to create content. And those like immersive experiences and you know people just watch that kind of stuff too so yeah dude uh we mentioned earlier like we're talking about the um like disney firing people but that was some pretty big news this week and let's not forget that like only a couple weeks ago instagram announced that they're going to retract their uh, digital collectibles experience so for a while you actually were able to upload your nfts on instagram which nobody freaking used because it was a really lame feature uh, but either way, like they, they spent the time and effort to implement that and they're going back on it now and basically saying that it's not a priority right now. And on top of that, we just saw Disney lay off 50 employees of the metaverse division, which I know you covered live. I made a video on yesterday. Um, so overall, I feel like things aren't looking great for NFTs. Now, granted, a lot of this is really just because of like macro. Like if you actually go and read like why Disney cut the division, it's just because they're not doing good on finances. So what do you do as a business owner when you're not doing good? You find divisions that aren't making you money and you cut them or like that aren't as effective and you cut them. So essentially the metaverse division was like a startup of like, hey, let's try this out. But I mean, if they're not doing good on money and they have to lay, I think they laid off what, 7,000 total employees. Like if they have to lay out off an entire division. It makes sense that it would be a, a new one that wasn't really generating income. That was more of a speculative um, section. So I think it'll come back. But right now, you know, macro is kind of rough. Yeah, it's 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 rough. It's like a back road. You know, it's it's like you know it's gonna lead to somewhere, but it's there's gonna be a pothole in there. There might be a deer running across the road. It it, it you know it's like the Oregon Trail. You know, you're gonna have to cross. You might get dysentery. No, I'm kidding. I'm just what. <laughs> I was just trying to take it somewhere. Uh, I don't know. That went don't somewhere, know man. Maybe I can go on the Oregon yeah. Trail through my my Quest headset. <laughs> Died of dysentery. All right. Um, second, speaking of like metaverse, this is also good for web. I think it's good for web three, to be honest, because and because a lot of web two players are kind of like, eh, I don't know about right now. Um, Amazon's going to launch NFTs supposedly, unless they didn't like fire everybody in that department. But yeah, again, like the marketplace and, and NFTs in itself are actually easy to drop, especially for a large company. So that's why I think they'll continue. Like Disney will continue just to drop NFTs. It's like, yeah, we have the assets. We have pick. We've had these assets for like forever. So of course we're gonna drop them as NFTs. So I think they'll continue to do that. It's the experience part in the metaverse part itself where it'll that part will take a long time but second Honestly, trip, other I, I know side, they're not, yeah. not going to do this but I, I feel like amazon should just drop like an nft that has like prime utility to where as long as you're holding that nft you have prime like you don't have to that way you don't have to like renew every year um but it would also generate them more income than if you were renewing because people would be trading it 
And every time they trade, they get, you know, percentage of that. And that would probably give them more revenue. And that would give the people who actually hold the prime NFT more of a, uh, or it would, it would give them lifetime access to prime and maybe even prime video and all of that. I think that'd be kind of a cool utility, but I know they're kind of going more in the gaming direction. It's just, you know, being able to speculate like what big companies could do with their own NFTs. Like it's the possibilities are endless. Yeah, indeed. Um, other side though, trip, the second trip, did you see that Basie did their whole, uh, second trip, which was all these users, like over 7,500 people got into one lobby and literally gamed and that, yeah. and you could literally hear everybody. So literally like all these 7,500 people, if you were next to each other, you could hear each other talk. You could turn your mic on and there's proximity chat and you could hear people like, Hey, what's up? And I strained it of course. So yeah, if, if people can like rewatch that if they want, but I thought that was super cool. And you could type, you could use your keyboard and type, um, and it was all browser based. That was mm -hmm. the insane part. You don't need to download any program. You don't need to put on a VR headset. You just jump into a computer or a browser and it's highly accessible. Yeah, man. What's your thoughts? I was, I'm OG, man. I was there for the load test like last year at this time. And yeah, it was, even the load test was amazing. It wasn't as gamified as this new experience that they released with this second trip. Um, but I watched the videos and it looks so good. I, wa I watched some of your stream. I watched uh, Bryson during like the last like 30 seconds how the team had to come back and it got me excited it, like i don't even have to like know that it's an nft game or know that it has anything to do with that but like i watched it and i got into it like it was like entertaining for me i especially bryson just trying to lead the team the last minute to be able to get like the last few objectives i had no freaking clue what was going on are you, it was entertaining are you a bryson fanboy i don't know him very well i just know that one one clip particularly <laughs> You want me to pull it up? I mean, it's a it's, it's a good like, clip. I like I like Bryson. I'm, I'm gonna kidding. pull it up because um, you want to. No, it I, right I've now. actually held. You know, I've actually I know Bryson. I've uh, hosted some Twitter Spaces with Bryson about Web three gaming uh, when I worked at Miria and Alluvium. I think I think I've hosted him a couple times, or maybe it was when I worked at Alluvium. I um, ran up some Twitter Spaces with with him before. Um, he's really cool. Signed with like very Gary Vaynerchuk's like uh, yeah. Vayner Media or Vayner X or something like that um, company, and so he's like kind of like signed with him. So um, he's like one of the most well-known Web three gamers. Um, I'm a big Crypto Stash fan as well, so I really like Crypto Stash, one of the old OGs um, that has been making content forever. Um, I, I like I like Crypto Stash as well. Um, all right, so you said you're going to show us the clip. I was, yeah, can I show the clip I was talking about? Yeah. Are you, are you cool with that? I forgot how to share. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the reason why I, why I was saying that too is because my team beat beat uh, beat everybody's. <laughs> he, he didn't. I thought he came through the, the W on this. All right, I got it. I got it pulled up. Can we make it bigger? Now we. Now uh, we uh, all right, I'm going to go ahead and get your. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make your stream copyright. Can you hear me? So I'm yeah. not gonna play this whole thing, yeah. but did just like this experience like was exciting. Are you gonna play it? Keep pushing, keep pushing everybody. Yeah, I'm about We're to cry. It's so emotional. We're gonna go past them right now. We're gonna like go I'm watching like the end of a movie. Wow, wow, my, my, ch my children are watching this right now, and, and Bryson's just cussing. 
I'm like I'm kidding. Look, dude, I like I seriously got so hyped my camera couldn't even take it. Like I like I started crying and my camera has like an auto filter to like not make me look like a wimp. So it like turned off. <laughs> Chris's Chris's camera rugged it, rugged him. Um, I have a clip too on on Team Galatia because I was on Team Galatia and uh we we edged out. We were leading like almost the entire time, and then Bryson's team came back at the at the very end, and we almost got beat, but we didn't. So that was cool. Oh, and see, the way he made that look, it was look like his team won. No, no, I got. I mean, I I clipped it. So let me share my screen real quick. Um, from my point of view, let's see if I can pull it up here. Oh my god! Holy crap, dude! All right, so this was the end. Like, literally, you can see the score right here. Team Galatia, number one. Look at the very end. We beat him by literally, like, 2,400 points, 2,500 points or so. Oh, <laughs> yes! Oh, snap! Oh, yes, let's go, team! Holy oh, shit! Oh, my. Oh, my God. Holy crap, dude. Oh, That's freaking is. wild. The teleportal is open. The teleportal is open! Yeah, so anyways, um, Kyle I know you really wanted right Bryson to win, but we beat you. That was Kyle Inception right there. Somebody yeah. just jumped in chat and says, is there so, any new, new information? It was very close. Yeah, it was close. Somebody's asking if there's any new information in the release of the VBverse. Is there, Chris? I don't know, in there. <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, it's going to come soon. Where... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bro anyways that's uh yeah there there is um what april did they, did they give you a date yeah so the vvverse uh beta is supposed to be in april yeah um and the oup like new doc or whatever is supposed to be next week depth tbd though and reese kind of like backtracked on that and said like or whenever we release it so uh we'll see um, okay, uh, let's go to the, <laughs> to the next topic. Um, spatial. Oh, this one's a good one here. Spatial, because we have a lot of spatial peeps in the community that like mess with spatial. So let me go ahead and bring this one up real quick. If I remember how to bring up my own screen, that'd be cool. I got my camera back, by the way. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm, I'm here again. Chris got camera back. Um, spatial, look at this. Experience the official Can't fashion. See Runway design by and Miguel, a celebrity, is going to be like hosting this whole event. So he's got like metaverse fashion going on. So we're seeing a lot of companies really use spatial. This is interesting. Tommy Hilfiger the other day, but you can see this is like going to be a metaverse like that pose where his arms are like runway. that pose where his arms are behind his body. Kind of reminds me of like Stranger Things when like somebody gets lifted up and like starts getting their bones crushed. So you can see here, Miguel has like almost a million followers. So that's kind of why like just tracking the trajectory of like where spatial is going. I find it quite interesting because again, um, you know, they're, they're partnering up with these like fashion brands and celebrities and it's interoperable. Like with some of these games, look at this unity games where you can use these, Ready Player Me avatars in spatial. So Ready Player Me as well is really cool, but you're seeing like, again, more people like chime in on this metaverse stuff and fashion. And of course, like they did 
um they have like this new tool too you can customize your avatar a little bit better than you were before that that was kind of always available but yeah just looking at this you can see a lot of di different fashion stuff going on tommy hilfiger dropping their varsity jackets so anyways just wanted to bring up spatial it's really cool um a lot to look at because that could be a precursor for these brands really popping off meta's fired everybody so maybe we'll see spatial pop off a little bit more yeah i had i probably could find the alpha before this stream is over um but there i had a link that lets you claim a free wearable that was pretty limited um i don't know if it was, it was for decentraland it wasn't for it, it, there's five thousand of them free wearable um and decentraland which is similar but maybe i can get the link before the into the stream and hook up the viewers with some free variables. Yeah. yeah, do that, do that. Um, okay, so next up we have Cavernous UX updates. Now this one is um, coming out of Cavernous. We haven't seen too much around Cavernous, really, but it just like was a basic update. Um, nothing like too crazy. Just a like you can essentially like I think it was just you could go into the UX and UI while you're in vr and mess around in vr while like you're in it whereas before i think you is like pc only so it's a small upgrade that they did um let me see if i can find it here thoughts on cavernous chris i haven't heard the news so i was just in I was, general I was, I was waiting for you to to deliver <laughs> All right, well, there it is, right? Oh, wait, you can see it on screen. So you can see kind of like this here, new XR. UI makes it easy to connect and create in the metaverse. And you can see like this dude in this dash kind of messing around. You can see all these different people streaming in, in um, Cavernous. And you have assets right there. All the different like oh, yeah. uh, assets you can like just drop right into the experience and move around. You can obviously see that they're in VR right now and using the wands and things like that. Um, so that's kind of what that is right there. Cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It looks a lot. It looks really similar to like what a social experience through the quest is. Yeah. All right. And next up, I mean, we have a lot to get through. Is there any topics you want to cover, Chris? Kind of quiet today. Yeah, I, well, I just didn't know a lot about the uh, the cavernist or the. Uh the previous one before that um let me get to i lost my i lost my tab where'd it go <laughs> dang it yeah sorry um, ps5 so yeah P playstation vr was kind of like not it uh, it kind of flopped a little bit ah dude i don't know um, playstation, PlayStation don't, vr is actually like what made me bullish on vr yeah, but uh, looking at their sales numbers, they didn't do really good at all. But no, no, Meta, no. On the other hand, is still dominating on, on in terms of like selling the actual headsets themselves. Well, because you don't need a, a different system for Meta. Like all you have to do is purchase the the VR and your set. You don't need a gaming system and the headset. So like you don't have to spend five hundred dollars on a PS Five and then buy a two hundred three hundred dollar headset. You know, like why would you do that when you can just get a better one without a gaming system? Uh, the reason I say PlayStation VR made me bullish is because like that was the first VR I ever tried out, and it was actually a Batman game where you like go into a Bat Cave and like do some missions and stuff. And this was like 
I mean, this was a while back. This was years ago before the quest was even a thing. And I was like, dude, this could really go somewhere. And I remember like wanting to show my friends and family uh, about it. But again, like it wasn't my headset. I didn't want to go buy a PlayStation and buy a VR. I agree with that statement that the AI technology is going to catapult metaverse development. And I hope that they're taking advantage too. What? Did you hear that beep? No. Oh. (laughs) What was the beep? I don't know. I was just testing a soundboard. All right. So. Yeah, that's a good point too. AI technology is going to catapult metaverse development for sure. Um, we're seeing Unity like integrate Chat GPT in development. Um, I tweeted that uh, a week or two ago, but it's interesting. I'm not going to try to find it now, but um, yeah, it's like the, as a developer, you could go in there and you could do some commands, and it actually changes the assets inside of Unity. And I find find that very interesting because that could mean, in terms of like open worlds, like that's super scalable. And it also shortens the uh, development times for a lot of these like experiences. Yeah. So very excited about that too as well. And I and I think David, you mentioned that they are exploring AI in terms of integrating them into the avatars or into your maybe collectibles or something. Um, I don't think that would like they're going to roll that out for a while. But we did see Artifact, which is Nike's brand, uh, not one of Nike's like Web three companies. They directly actually talk. They were talking at GTC um, with NVIDIA about this, integrating AI into their avatars. So if you're an yeah. artifact holder, very exciting because they are building an immersive experience. So Artifact is one of the brands I love to watch because um, they do a lot of similar things with Vivi and Vivi does a lot of similar things with what they do uh, in terms of like AR, VR, and a- now AI. So um anyways very interesting uh when we went to decon dan say or like somebody say during one of the announcements that you could like do your own coding inside of the vv verse um right there was to be like creator tools so you'd be able to create stuff um i don't know what that looks like and i don't know how far they're going to take that okay and uh i've asked about that and I don't know the the answer to that. And I do know, however, that they will allow like creator showrooms. So like, you know, the the vault masters out there in the community can build out these like crazy vaults and things like that. And then they can sell the template. So I know that's going to be a thing in the future. I just don't know like how soon that's going to be, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that comment you just pulled up was uh, when NFT dads NFTs. That, that's another cool thought. Like if we ever dropped like some like a Po app for this podcast, mm-hmm. um, the fact that it could actually be in VV, you know, because like VV is going to allow other assets to come in. Now I wonder how that's going to work, Kyle. Like because they straight up said that you'll be able to bring other assets and make them like or put them into the VV verse. So like, yeah, surely they're they're going to be on chain. So you just kind of connect it to VV and then it's there i I don't know like how how do you feel like that's gonna work because like it's not like you're sitting i don't think you're gonna send it to vv i guess you're just gonna kind of like use the inner vv's interface but that means they would have to interact on a contract level so that means they would have to connect a wallet so i don't know are they gonna what was the question again where are they how are they gonna do what now how how are they going to uh, allow other nfts into their ecosystem oh um yeah so whether it's in unit so unity is integrating the sdk with a lot of all these you know they have metamask um immutable x passport as well so that could be an option i would imagine that oh that's right yeah that's right the yeah. uh 
just to be able to allow wallets like inside mm -hmm. of yeah 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 um yeah yeah so i think that's going to be like you just connect your wallet or whatever and then you can port in your nft so i think it'll be something like that kind of like what like how collab land works to identify your nft it just ports it in there um but we'll see uh see yeah speaking of shoes uh chris when are you gonna wear your moon shoes are you gonna hey, wear yo, those? let me are showcase gonna, those i'm hey, so excited gonna, bro i'm hype let's go gonna, i got some those? shoes i'm gonna keep wear, on interrupting are, you are, until are, i can are, share are my shoes are you gonna wear those to decon? Yeah, heck yeah, dude! I told you I'm never taking these things off. Chris so, Nails gonna answer the tough question is why he's he's stalling. <laughs> so, I want to see those shoes. Like, do you now? So do you have them? Uh, so last almost last year, I bought the first Puma NFT. I minted the thing, and since then they've given me a ton of free stuff. One of the things they gave me was an airdropped NFT that looks like a shoe, and and I held on to it for like nine months. I could have sold it at any point. There's only there's actually only like under two thousand of this shoe, and then there's two thousand of the other shoe ish. I think there's actually less than that. And last night I finally burnt my NFT for Puma to send me this the space shoe, man. Like AI couldn't have even came up with this stuff. Like this is like. This is so advanced, man. I feel like if there's an afterlife, this is a shoe we're going to be wearing in the afterlife. I'm pretty sure the utility of this shoe is like it's going to like it's going to go with your soul if you believe in that, you know, like wherever you're going. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm dying with these shoes and these shoes are going to be with me. Like that's it's like upload that show, you know, where like they upload and <laughs> dude, like that show die. gave me so much existential crisis, but it was a really good show. Like when you die, you just go into a metaverse. Yeah, man, that's kind of crazy. So, so here it is. I burnt my Puma NFTs. I actually recorded the process, but it really wasn't that like interesting. Um, to like of the burning process. And these are the shoes, baby. Tell me that's not the future right there. That's. <laughs> Do you? Uh, I mean, those are pretty. Those are uh, unique looking, Chris. Um, yeah, bro. Yeah, I love uh, to see are... you wear those one day. People are going to come out to me and be like, you know, the typical, like, what are those? And I'm going to be like, well, let me tell you about NFTs. And then I can, just like become, that, I can become that guy immediately. Yeah, it's like uh, that. It's like Black Panther where she's like, what are those? Like Exactly. Like that. They're going to pull that on me. And then I'm going to shield them NFTs and say, this is the utility. You know, I paid for reference. Like, seriously, like if somebody was didn't know about NFTs, it was like, I don't see the value in them. I paid like. I paid maybe $250 to mint that Puma NFT. I'm trying to do the ETH terms. Um, since since then, I got the... Hold on. Pull it down. You're distracting me. And a oh, my God. Twins. You remember this? No, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I'm in the middle of a story. Let's get some shoes. I'm in the middle of a story. No. This was no. an internet sensation. 60, yeah, I don't you care. Can continue. 68 million views way back That's in the awesome. day. Yeah, it's like, bro, people... I do remember the shoes actually. That was like that was like Some OG. It was OG YouTube when YouTube was more about like creation than it was like monetization. But anyways, um, back back to these shoes. You you may maybe lose my. I'm way too ADHD for this, Kyle. Um, back to okay. I so know, I pay I pay I paid two hundred fifty dollars for the shoes. Since then, they airdropped me, or for the Puma NFT. Since then, they airdropped me the shoe NFT, which I just burned for this limited edition shoe, which I could probably sell and get my original investment back. They also dropped me a PFP, uh, which was like the uh, the Puma PFP. And then they also airdropped me, or I still have the Genesis 
NFT, which is going to give me more utility in the future. So I've already gotten well over my value for that NFT. Like, and that's an easy way to explain people like the use case and how useful NFTs are. Meanwhile, Puma is still making money off of all these secondary sales. Nice. Yeah, you want to talk while I'm talking, but you don't want to. You don't want to respond. That's cool, man. No, I'm, I'm just trying to get to the comments. No, I was just trying to catch up on the comments uh, real quick and show those off real fast. Um, I mean, we have some other topics as well. Magic Eden moving to ETH. Frank D Gods as well with the Polygon. Uh, yeah, Magic Eden moving to ETH is pretty big. So Magic Eden is a primary marketplace for Solana. And this week they announced that they're going to also be trading ETH NFTs. So this is just interesting. It's another competitor for the ETH NFT field. Right now you really have Blur dominating because of like people farming for the rewards. And then you have like OpenSea, of course, the one that everybody refers to. It's, it's funny, like when people are like comparing uh, VV NFT, NFTs to OpenSea NFTs, uh, that's not really how it works. Like NFTs are in your wallet and OpenSea is just one of the marketplaces that you can choose to list them on. So it's that you're not like, it's not a good comparison because it's not like oh, they're OpenSea's NFTs. Um, but anyways, uh, it's going to be another competitor. It all, it's also interesting because like, you know, that for people that are watching that are like just on VV, it's like that could be possible on VV one day. VV could choose to, uh allow trading on another chain that's essentially what they're doing that'd be like vv saying hey uh we're gonna allow assets on polygon to be traded on our marketplace or assets on avalanche or assets on solana or assets on you name it you know they'll be able to allow it yeah i saw that uh, magic eden is starting a web3 gaming like division as well did you see that yeah, there's a lot of possibilities for for Solana gaming because the transactions are so cheap. So it's gonna be it's gonna be compatible with uh, Polygon. Compatible. Compatible. <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> now. I'm so giggly this today. I don't know why, man. I just want like my. I, I don't know. I think it's because I ate a, a sugary donut and like <laughs> it's jacking up my like insulin levels. So I just want to like. Oh, laugh. nice. Yeah, I haven't had that much sugar like at breakfast in a, <laughs> a long time. Um, Binance uncertainty could be a big deal. Yeah, Binance um, is that on the on the pod on the pod list here. What's that? Is this one gonna? What's this gonna do? Is this gonna? Yeah, uh, this could be an FTX situation. Like it's it's honestly a really big deal. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but like Binance is getting in trouble um for essentially uh, since like 2019, they're trying to like take away all or they're trying to charge them for like all the fees they've charged for like the last few years uh because of some like potentially sketchy practices. I need yeah. to I'll pull up the document. Here. Don't pull up my screen yet. Oh, pulled it up. Uh, Everybody oh can God. see. It's not. It's in the green screen. It's not in the green room anymore. I got two DC Kingdom come comics today. Nice. Oh, and the safe moon thing was also a big deal. Did you hear about that? Safe Oh yeah, safe moon. moon. Like yeah, what, what, what they? It essentially like collapsed or rugged or something. I don't know. Yeah, somebody exploited. Somebody exploited one of the pools and stole eight point nine million dollars. Uh, out of the pool and what they did was it essentially ironically you know we've been talking about burning a lot this week 
uh, they found a burning mechanism in the contract. And so what they did is they burnt a bunch of safe moon that inflated the price. And then they converted it to BNB and sold on that pressure and liquidated the entire pool. So they, they, yeah. So they essentially took $8.9 million safe from moon. a single pool. Safe moon. Yeah. Breaking the news, ir- safe moon, the irony. So, so yeah, much irony. It's in that. not safe. <laughs> it's uh, important not to. Yeah. That's why it's so important to, you know, not invest into things like that sometimes. Or if you make a lot of profits, like you could always rotate it back into ETH and Bitcoin because they're so decentralized and it's insanely difficult to do a 51% attack on those chains because it's so decentralized and how it works. Yeah. And well, this uh, was just a single coming pool, blockchains, though. like even like Cardano. That is like Cardano. That it, oh, it's a single pool. Okay, so it's not like the entire blockchain, just a pool. But so like Cardano, for example, like it's going to be quantum resistant. So even if a quantum computer came out, it would still resist oh. a quantum computer, which is pretty insane. Um, that, that's an interesting. So there's blockchains that are like, like that too. How like quantum computers could affect blockchains? Like, hey, I'm sure you've looked into that over the last few years. Like essentially, if the if a blockchain has a weakness, yeah, it's been a, hot like, a quantum computer could possibly exploit it, and which would defeat like the entire purpose of a blockchain being like solid. I don't know what word to use for it, like safe, I guess. Well, the there's a couple things there with that. Is you have to look at it in terms of AI and quantum computing. So, like, if you have a, a quantum AI, like, imagine that. Um, then it's not necessarily that like the first target probably would be like a stock market because there is no cryptography in a stock market and you could manipulate uh, the price in a stock way easier than it would like than just cryptographically like hacking um, or trying to break, you know, cryptography. Uh, But it is a discussion that is being had and people are still trying to find ways and solutions to prevent that when quantum computing becomes big. Um, and even like nations like that have quantum computers and they will have those capabilities in the future. That's definitely still a topic because again, that, you know, nations get, get caught hacking all the time. Um, we, yeah. we kind of know this, um, cyber, you know, all that. I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to get into that topic because I don't want to get demonetized, but that is going on. Ooh. Um, so it does that. That's a huge topic in the, in the, um, in the wider space for sure. But yeah, it's like, what if you have an AI so smart, it can just like the Johnny Depp movie. I don't know if you ever seen that where he, beca- it's called transcend. He becomes an AI and then he like is able to infiltrate like every single market, every, every, every single thing. And he makes himself rich and builds like an own city or like his own town. And I don't know. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. He's like a pirate too. Right. And like wants to steal. Like, um, yeah. I think, I think Jack Sparrow is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found the Binance. So, the, so earlier on the Binance topic, uh, the CFTC basically tried to formally uh, charge uh, Binance with like a a bunch. Like there's like pages and pages of documents. So I'm not going to pull that up. But here's his response. Uh, can you pull that up real quick, Kyle? Um, I don't see it. To the bottom. I can pull this up. Oh my god, it's creepy. <laughs> oh, stop. 
Here, I'll, I'll redo it. It's ready. To, it says it's red. Okay, there it goes. Oh, no. Uh, there, yeah. Here it is. This is this is the uh, CEO of Binance's response to uh, to CFTC charges. Do you know what that means, Kyle? Do you know what that means? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, I don't. I don't do that. Oh, it basically he's saying that it's FUD, which is funny. So like, anytime you see see him do that, he just, he just means that that CFTC is fudding and that they're just like trying it's to overregulate crypto and scare people. It's not West East Side, you know, like the W and an no. E, maybe like what? No, e, like <laughs> kind of like you know, cardinal directions. But so essentially, he, he's not going to because Binance is kind of like in the West and East, so that's what he's really saying. He's like, "Yo, we up in this." I think this no. also resulted in halted withdrawals in the U.S. Uh, I don't know about just with Binance, but Ex no, it's it's exchange signs. That's really Ex what it is. Exchange signs. Yeah, no, I was just, I was just saying four. I'm not I'm not throwing up. It's like interoperability. <laughs> three. That's what it really is. Web three. So you got the W in three. So he's like Web three, that, baby. That's what. Was... <laughs> All right. Um, sorry. Lame yeah. dad joke. Alert. More tokens need hackathons to close holes like that. Totally agree. If we have quantum AI, we will have bigger problems than that. Yeah. Talk about. So at that point, like, I think humans are just gonna be like throwing neuro neuro links in their brains at that point. Because then you, it's like you have like the brainiacs. Like, I mean, as funny as it sounds, like you have like, did you ever read about, did you ever read DC Comics like Brainiac and like all that? No. And no? No, I, I didn't. Not. Okay. Well, yeah. So it's like <laughs> super smart, uh, highly intelligent villains that take over like the entire universe. It's like, He's like one of the most intelligent beings in the entire like DC universe. And yeah, so it could be scary in a nutshell. And it's funny because they're just comics and it's fantasy, but some of that stuff may actually kind of play out a little bit. I don't know. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Donut. Hey, I just had a donut this morning. Good chat, breakfast of the brain. Also, let me get one of those donuts, Kyle. At a lar yeah, bar, man. It's you know what a, that is? It's a lucid donut, apparently. Um, yeah, yeah. I had one of those. They have like four ingredients, so or less. But I do. I'm not against eating sugar. I just didn't this morning. Uh, another big news in the ingredient, ingredients. What's that? What What are the ingredients in a lar bar? Dates, and then like it depends on like what type of lar bar you get like i do i do banana chocolate chip a lot so it's like literally just like dates bananas chocolate chips and then like one other ingredient so like nice. a pretty simple thing. um other big news in the crypto nft space this week is that Ticketmaster um just decided that they were going to put their tickets on the blockchain so we're going to see some music nfts and uh, other things and they're going to put it on the flow bot blockchain which is where like uh NBA Top Shot and Doodles now, uh, and some other uh, NFT projects are on. So the I'll just hey, read the Kurt bullet point. Hey, oh, great content, go bro! Ahead, go Congrats, ahead. everyone. 
that got the Van Gogh. Oh, yeah, on the Elmont X drop. Which I did not participate in, but it looked cool. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to. I, I'm still like, I signed up. I did. I, I'm doing the flight test. Like the 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 like you can download the the beta app. I'm trying to like figure it all out. Um, I tried to get the first drop unsuccessfully, but we will keep trying. We will keep trying. Can you hear me when I'm done like this? And you're, yeah. What's that? Okay, sweet. Uh, so this is an NFT yep. Now's article. Yep. Uh, shout out to NFT Now. I actually help run their spaces, and I'll be running one tonight. Um, I also just got bought or minted their NFT last week. Uh, but anyways, they're talking about the Ticketmaster taking substantial step towards NFTs. I'm just going to read the bullet point. Uh, I already talked about this one. So we're going to put the NFTs are positioned to offer ticket owning events, attendees richer experience. Primarily, the linked NFTs hope to offer Ticketmaster event goers Web3 analogs to IRL events where they receive NFTs. Recipients of linked NFTs may gain access to VIP experiences according to Flow. Otherwise, the NFTs can simply serve as a blockchain mem uh, memorabilia for events. The execution of each event ticket ties into the event organizer. So this is big to me because literally since I first got interested in NFTs, you can go ahead and pull this down, Kyle. Uh, since I, I first got interested in NFTs, this was always, of course, I'm not going to tell story. Yeah, you, you, you were talking to me about, about not talking a lot. And every time I try to talk, you like do, do something like this. What? Nothing, bro. Right. Nothing. What do you mean? F it. What are you talking about? I don't know. Chris, what? I don't what, know how what? to. I, I would there, let myself there... down. Oh, my God. What, what do you mean? Are you, are you, why, are you, why did you get distracted? God. You know, it's funny is if anybody actually listens to this and doesn't like, uh, doesn't watch it, they're going to be like, what is going on? Freaking Kyle. I think one of the first times we did a live together, you wore that stupid mask. <laughs> hey. Hey. That's a bat cow. That's OG bat cow. I mean, yeah. I don't know what I mean. But OG bat cow. Maybe right, I'm back Batman, maybe I'm not. I don't, I don't think you are. You do got a Todd. I also got a Todd. Kind of a proof of going thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's essentially, it's a proof of attendance. Um, it's cool to me. So I went to a Billie Eilish concert. Yeah, I know. It's kind of, I feel like some people are like, whoa, what? You're too old for that. But whatever. I went to a Billie Eilish concert with my wife uh, last year. And during like one of the, during like the last week, like we, things came up and we originally thought we weren't going to be able to go. And the ticket company we we're using, which I think was Ticketmaster, restricted us from being able to sell our tickets because like of whatever. So NFTs fix that because NFTs, you have, sole ownership of them so at any given point you could sell that ticket on the blockchain and you know commit to not going or commit to going on top of that you'll be able to have a proof of attendance that will always be in your wallet saying that you went to this event now you kind of already have ticket stubs like that's why people collected collect tickets from uh, memory events which i do sometimes if i go to a movie that it's just i have a really good time i really enjoy the movie i'll, I'll keep the ticket um, but this will be in your wallet and easy to access and easy to see. On top of that, you could also get airdrop stuff for holding these tickets. There are so many use cases for NFT tickets, so I'm glad that Ticketmaster is kind of jumping in. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I predicted that too a while back, and I was like, NFTs would be perfect for tickets because I know my grandpa, um, he used to go to baseball games, and that's what they did is like you said they people collect tickets and especially you start talking about world series super bowl tickets 
like those could be massively collectible, especially if the Super Bowl is like so overly hyped and you get like a insane athlete playing. And then again, like you said, like these companies like the NFL could be like, oh, we see you. You went to the Super Bowl or whoever holds these tickets gets a unique collectible of Pat Mahomes, you know, throwing a end zone pass to, you know, whoever. And so that could be really cool. There's a lot to explore or they could give you a discount for the next Super Bowl being like, oh, we saw you come to last year's Super Bowl. Here's, you know, 20 percent off of VIP seating or I don't know where they could do a lot is the point being there. So I'm very excited about that too. And I know like Dallas was one of the first cities to do this with Ticketmaster and using NFTs. So again, uh, seeing it scaled up just makes sense. I, I agree. Somebody um, said Chris has a, Crypto Tony said Chris, Chris has a CryptoPunk. Dude, yeah, I need to fix my internet. I mean, my, looks I, think right I, to, I think I just need to upgrade my, uh, my like, internet package, I guess. And my webcam's great. I, I just not even a webcam, it's a camera. It's just my internet. Internet. So Chris is in the sandbox right now. That's why. That's why. I need to just talk. I think he downgraded. He, he. For that sure. Way? For sure. All right. So there, we're coming up on an hour. We, we went through a lot. We wore the Batman mask. Chris was in the sandbox. We talked about a lot. I Oh, so we forgot to mention IMX updates. That's the one random one we could hit real quick. There's um, Let me pull it up here. We have kind of a bigger update. So let me pop, pop this one up. This one's going to be definitely the staple to end it here on today's podcast. Uh, let me throw it up there real fast. But this one's a big one. This one's a big. This one's this one's a big one. Um, so you can see here. I know it's hard to kind of see. So let me try to zoom in. Real quick, it says one of Web 3's boldest experience right now is IMVU, which is the world's largest friendship discovery and social platform. But he goes on to say that they have 7 million monthly players, monetizes mostly, mostly via secondary fees on the database. When it launches on Immutable this year, it will be instantly become the most used consumer app, not just a game overnight. Also, because I literally got this wrong for a decade, it's pronounced I'm, what is that, IMVU? So I guess it's IMVU. Will be interesting to see more of these Web two games get into Web three conversions, particularly or for highly analogous economies where it's simply replacing existing business model with a ten x better one. It says they don't know IMView or I, what is it again? IMView. So IMView has seven million players about to adopt IMX. Big, very bigly or no? Yeah, very bigly. About that? Uh, hold on. Pretty exciting. And IMX Passport comes out literally, I think, in like half a month now. So they announced it was going to come out, I think, in April. Um, I also downloaded their, some of their leaked files. Um, they accidentally streamed this like, oh, test nice. stream, and it had like some key dates on it. So I might, I might do a video on that. So I don't know. Going to get in trouble. Better hope that they're public. Yep. Hey, I leaked Pokemon when they went on their test net. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So they, maybe uh, that's why they haven't reached out to me yet. Maybe they're like, we don't like this guy, man. He's <laughs> leaking stuff. Um, but that's all we got for this one, man. Another DJ and Dad's podcast episode completed. Um, we are introducing to a playlist on our YouTube channels where it will show all the episodes of the DJ and Dad pod. So if you missed out, be not afraid because we have playlists 
coming to you on our channels. It's literally under the podcast tab on each of me and Chris's channel. So you can go back and look at all of our podcasts um, and archive of all that. And with that being said, Chris, any final, well, for real though, any like last pieces you wanted to talk about or uh, where can people find you, stuff like that? Yeah, we'll be on my channel next week. Um, hopefully, I will fix my internet by then. And hopefully, people that go back and watch this will be more interested in listening than watching because I guess I looked like a crypto punk the entire time. Apologize for that. Um, let me go ahead for the live viewers, see if I can find, see if I can uh, get this uh, link for the free wearable. Just like while you're here, you might as well drop some alpha. You know, we like to drop alpha at the end of the uh, episode and. Uh, I don't know if I consider this alpha per se, but let's see if there's any more available because it was pretty recent. All right. While you're doing that too, yeah, there, there's airdrops too. So more airdrops are coming. MetaMask is suspecting, suspected of doing an airdrop. ZK Sync. Uh, no, so MetaMask, MetaMask came out and said that it was... Uh, it's fake. It was, yeah, it's fake. Yeah, I thought it was though, it was like not like somebody's tweet how they were like trying to do it or something but they didn't necessarily they're like they're not going to do one at all yeah yeah they didn't deny like ever doing one it's just like i guess like it's not like there's one around the corner or something yeah but some guy wrote a, a thread on like like a possible way of just using their portfolio website thing that they have and just like bridging back and forth from like arbitrum to like you know, I don't know, like ZK Sync, because it's like literally no fees. It's like a penny, and it's like dit, 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 dit. But and then there is ZK Sync. That is pretty much one that will probably come as well. And um, there's a couple others out there, but we'll get to that next week. We got to save some of the sweet, sweet alpha for you. Yeah, you're right. We do, we do got to save some of it. And I do think that these wearables are out. So, All right. well, you got to catch it next week. We got we got some airdrop alpha. Chris has got some alpha. We'll tune Always. in next week on his channel next week. So be sure you have notifications turned on so you don't miss a DJ and Dad's podcast. And with that being said, we will see you guys later. Be like an NFT. Be pixelated. And we'll be see pixelated. you next week. <laughs> Peace.